Shabbat Shalom. This week our parasha is Pichas, which covers Numbers 25, 10 through 31. Parasha Pichas teaches us that we should have great boldness in standing up for what is right. And that boldness comes in many different forms. Now, our parasha starts with Pinchas, the grandson of Aaron, praised by the Lord for his actions at Peor. Now, at Peor, many of the Jewish men had relations with pagan women and worshipped their false gods. Pinchas saw a Jewish leader openly taking a pagan woman into his tent while the other leaders were mourning, mourning our people's sins. So Pekas grabbed a spear and entered the tent while the leader was having relations with this woman. Pekas killed them instantly by driving his spear through them both. Some poetic irony there. The Lord commended Pekas for his actions because he acted with the Lord's righteous anger at such sin. Pinchas' actions also ended the deadly plague of the Lord that our people were experiencing at that time. Now, Adonai made a covenant with Pinchas that he and his descendants would be priests forever. Now, some characterize Pinchas as hot-headed or an example of violently responding to all sin. If Pinchas didn't, why can't we? But we should remember that Pinchas acted under Adonai's will. In every situation, we should try to be like Pinchas, boldly following the Lord's teaching. He stands as a powerful example of boldly responding to sinful actions within God's community. Pinchas had a deep passion and drive which led him to act and not just stand idly by. Just like Pinkas, we cannot become complacent or partners to sin. Regardless of our age or of our status or position, we have a responsibility to speak out against the sin we see around us within our community. As a leader at Shema, I appreciate it when people bring situations to my attention especially before they become more serious from inaction. If you see something, say something. It's an important principle for life. Numbers 26 contains a census of the new generation in preparation for entering the land of Israel. Now, this census breaks down each tribe and their clans in detail. But the formula departs with the naming of the daughters of Zelophehad. Zelophehad. These women are discussed more in Numbers 27. Now this man only had daughters before dying. And because of how land inheritance worked, these daughters would not inherit their father's land ending his name and legacy. To solve this problem, the daughters went before Moses to ask for their father's land. Moses asked the Lord for guidance, and Adonai decided that they should inherit their father's land. 
The Lord commanded if there were no sons to claim a family's inheritance, it could be transferred to the daughters. Now, from our modern perspective, this may seem like a minor incident, but this was actually a very serious matter. Without their father's land, these women would have been left bankrupt and their family line would end. We can only imagine how difficult it was to go before Moses and really by extension to the Lord to ask for their family's land. These daughters acted with great boldness. In the rabbinic tradition, these women are remembered with great respect as examples of godly women. The rabbis note that while many of the men of Israel committed serious sins, such as at Peor or with Korah's rebellion, the women of Israel are not recorded as having sinned in the same way. These women also went boldly before Moses to petition for their inheritance. Their names are recorded twice in this parasha, showing that not only were their names preserved, but so was their family line. The parasha continues and details that Moses would not enter the promised land because of his sin. So the Lord instructed Moses to lay his hands on Joshua and bless him as the new leader of our people. Moses went and did as the Lord commanded and showed our people that the Lord had chosen Joshua to succeed him. Like Pinchas and the daughter of Zelophehad, Joshua was also very bold. He trusted in the Lord deeply and acted boldly through his faith. We should remember the powerful report he gave when returning from the land as part of the 12 spies. We also see how he boldly acted through quiet trust in waiting for Moses to return from Mount Sinai before the incident of the golden calf. Being bold does not always mean dramatic or loud actions. Throughout his life, Joshua demonstrated the depth of his faithfulness, showing he was a great leader and that Adonai chose rightly. Numbers 28 and 29 contain instructions for the daily offerings as well as the offerings for all the biblical holidays. Numbers 30 discusses vows for men and women who are married and unmarried. Now, one lesson of Parashat Pinchas is what godly boldness looks like. The godly men and women recorded in this parasha serve as examples of how we should live our lives boldly through seeking after the Lord and following his will. That's the foundation. Boldness can be dramatic, like Pinchas with his spear. Boldness can also be difficult, like the daughters going to those in power to advocate for what is right. And boldness can also be quiet, like Joshua, patiently waiting and trusting for Moses to return. In the many situations of our lives, we must act rightly and boldly, both of which we can do through the teaching and empowering of our wonderful creator. May each one of us learn from the examples of Pinchas, Joshua, and the daughters of Zelophehad. May we all have great boldness and passion for the Lord. May we all 
faithfully follow in the footsteps of the righteous men and women who have came before us. Thank you.